Welcome to another episode of Future Health with Dr. MJ. Thank you guys so much for listening. Today we're switching up the format. I have a special guest here with me, a man I've been asking to be a part of this podcast since day one. He's my creative director, my logistics guy. He's an art director of many campaigns and resident tech expert. Oh, and he's my ex-husband slash best friend. Today we have Tito in here helping to bring some clarity on Elon Musk's new creation, the Tesla bot. Yay! All right, so I know you follow Elon Musk in all of his endeavors and all of his projects. So can you shed some light on this Tesla bot for us? What's this about? So thanks for having me on. You're welcome. The introduction was fire. <laughs> um, gonna have to figure out how to get you to some of my client meetings to help my pitch process because I think it would be a good addition in any event. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, Tesla bot, Elon Musk, um, a lot that took place in the short period of, you know, what was all of 17 minutes, I think the introduction was, and then had somebody breakdancing on the stage, which was, you know, I, I, I came for the AI and stayed for the breakdancing. Wait, did you fools actually think he was going to have a whole ass humanoid robot ready right now? Of course not. <laughs> because, and I, I say this, I mean, I think the man is brilliant. Um, the way his marketing is done organically is just something to marvel at. Uh, but sure, I mean, he introduces a lot of things, but it, they usually come out in five, seven years later. And, you know, you put a deposit now and you may not get it until whatever. So maybe we'll have another uh, economic crisis or something like that. But yeah, um, yeah, I kind of went off on a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> so is Elon Musk just capping with this new creation? Like, is this ever really going to come to fruition? Oh, sure, sure, sure. But, you know, the thing is that Elon is the, like, the fire starter. You know, he'll get an, a concept or idea out there and then much more established or companies with infinite resources jump on the bandwagon and they can bring it to market a lot quicker. Um mm -hmm you know, electric vehicle, all that stuff like that. Um, so I don't think it's capping, but you know, it is, you know, based on what he was saying, he has been doing a lot of the AI homework. Mm -hmm. You know, he has a lot of the data. I mean, what it comes down to is data, image recognition, and being able to evolve based on past experiences. So, you know, you take that recipe and then put it in a different, you form. know, format, your form. Yeah, it's supposed to have the same type of AI as the cars, right? Well, that's what he said. He said, we already have sentient robots. Mm -hmm. He says, you're just driving one. You Pretty know, the much. car is thinking mm -hmm. to a certain degree based on, you know, the programming that it has. So changing the format into be a bipedal type of humanoid Human type thing. Fingers, <laughs> digits. I don't know if it's going to have toes. But it probably doesn't need toes. But, you know, you think about when you cross in terrain, you know, that pinky toe really helps you help stabilize a lot of things. You imagine trying to grip something without a pinky toe. It's 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 hard. You are such a nerd. Oh, my gosh. OK, so should we be scared of the Tesla bot? Well, I think you're going to have two camps, two schools of thought. You're going to have people that are like super excited about it. And then you're going to have people that are already like dystopian future. Everything is going to be run by robots and they're going to become self-aware matrix and you know we've had all these movies talk about this over and over again so you're coming at it from two ends of the spectrum and i'm kind of like somewhere in the happy medium okay. um, i don't think 
I'm gonna be alive when that happens. So I'm like, sure, take my data and you know learn how to use it. I want to see it happen while I'm alive and aliens as well. But well, I for <laughs> one am excited about the prospect of having like one of these Tesla bots serve me around this house. I'm excited. That's what I think about. That's what my mind goes to. Sure. I don't really care about <laughs> some of the other things that this thing can right. do. I look forward to a robot but butler, maid, cook, dishwasher, driver. I look forward to all of that. But how many times have you mentioned, oh, this robot is going to kill you in your sleep and it's going to be a problem or it's going gonna, it's gonna to prevent you from doing anything. That <laughs> It's always in the same conversation. It's never just, oh, clean my dishes. You always you're already in the dystopian future. You're right. I am. I am. I am. I am one of those people with my tinfoil hat on. You're absolutely right about that, um, because I watch too much Love, Death, and Robots. So I'm always and Black Mirror. I'm always afraid of killer robots. Yes, I have nightmares about killer robots. I do. So seeing that whole Tesla bot thing did kind of, kind of stoke some some nervous <laughs> sure. excitement about having the tesla bot it's just i sure. yeah my mind always goes to the dark side i mean when when elon's presentation has to include is a friendly robot he's already like he knows he's already he on knows. that bandwagon of, yeah and he's spoken many a time because he he is this is what is that what was that thing from terminator like what was that evil company called oh man something net Right? Ah, uh, Skynet. Yes, he is Skynet. <laughs> he knows. He already knows. Elon knows that we have in the back of our mind that these are going to, that he's creating our overlords. Yeah. That's what it is. And that, well, remember, and don't forget that that the the talking head woman, she already said she wants to enslave all humans. So yeah. now, and she's just a talking head, like with breasts or like a chest. That's it. She's not even like a whole humanoid Amen. robot. Hey, you put a whip in that thing's hand, or some handcuffs, or a laser beam, <laughs> or or AR or a something for really? fingers. Yeah. Of all, of all of all modes to control people, a whip is like the yes, most yes. Form. They're gonna do it old school style. Yes. Okay, so let's get back to let let's be serious here. What type of roles? What type of human roles do you see the Tesla bot, bot taking on? Because from from Elon's uh, press release, his little fiasco that he put on. It seems like he was interested in it taking on tedious and sure. boring jobs. What kind of jobs are those? Well, I mean, that conversation has been since day one. He's talked about, you know, autonomous robots and things of that nature to help reduce our touch points with mundane tasks. Uh, and that's that can be, I mean, everybody, everybody has different things. They're like, all right, well, what is your day to day? Like, what would you rather not do? Mm -hmm. I mean, the more the, the better question I would say is. You know, like, what are the immediate needs that can be satisfied? And I think you, that's probably what your question was kind of yes. alluding to. But and, I, and guys, wait, just, just to interrupt really quickly here. If you hear commotion going on in the back, that is my dog preparing his bed for sleep. It's kind of late at night here. And if you have a dog, you know they go through an entire... I don't know what you even call that. <laughs> it's, called, it's called doing the most. They yeah. just do the most with their beds, with their bedding before they go to bed. And he is in the middle of doing the absolute most. Okay. Sure. So, <laughs> so yeah. So, tedious, dangerous jobs. Wow. Tedious, dangerous <laughs> jobs. I'm not even going to edit this yeah. stuff out. Um, things like that. Um, so, I, I can appreciate that. Okay. He's but getting ready to hump it now. But... We haven't really identified what those are. So okay. the main applications, you know, everyone's already going into like, well, how, when can I bring this to market in home? Yeah. Mm -hmm. And that's not going to be something for a very long time. So 
you know, where you where you want to put your where you, where you want to invest your time and energy in is manufacturing. Yes. So mm-hmm. anything like that, and it's already put into you. Think about when people make cars. Like I think a sixty to eighty percent of it's already done by machines, and mm-hmm. then a human touch comes in at the end to finesse any. Uh, Anything else in the, like the last stages? And so. don't forget, wait, don't forget also fast food. Don't forget oh, fast sure. food, right? I think that's a huge application. I yeah. think that, I think within the next 10 years or so, you're going to see most fast food restaurants transition to all robotics. I'm surprised. It's already going on in I'm Asia. I'm surprised that hasn't happened two years ago. I know. I'm surprised it's taking if so I long. I have to check my bag every time to make sure everything's in there. I'm done. I'm yeah. <laughs> I definitely think you're going to see improved accuracy. Um, I think that it's not a question of if, but when you're going to see this happen, because I definitely think that fast food and like you said, things like assembly lines and all of that, I think those are great places where humans can be replaced. So yeah, yeah so I, I appreciate that. So like the picking up yeah. and bending mm-hmm. down, like that stuff's very taxing. Like, you yeah. know, one Amazon warehouses. And one of my earlier jobs, Walmart warehouses. I worked. I worked in a place like you know, stocking was, shelves that did mm-hmm. warehousing. It was an online retailer, and you know, I worked the floor, and it was very Amazon esque, mm-hmm. and it was tough. I was like, I'm so it's over tiring. This. Yeah, I. You see, I like that. If you ever saw that 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 Disney. Um, um, it, I don't remember. It was a Walt Disney documentary. Yeah, mm-hmm. on Netflix. I can't remember what it was, but in it, he discussed. Um, how, you know, the, the future of human work should be focused on improving conditions on, you know, enlightened activities and things that, that are, that can be automated, should be automated by robots. And so, you know, I, I, I think that, that in that case, I mean, in that future, I see a great future then if that's the kind of jobs that Tesla bot and all of Elon Musk's army of robots can take over, then I think yeah. that that's a wonderful thing. Well, I, th- I think um, it also mm-hmm. lends itself to a deeper conversation, and this may not be the right episode for that, but, you mm-hmm. know, that's, you know, that type of scenario is based on, you know, like, all right, well, if you didn't have to do this job, what would you spend your time doing? Mm-hmm. And it's like, all right, well, that lends itself to, like, the education system. You know, like, yeah. everyone who... Everyone is it's moving out. beyond yeah. this industrialized education system now to like how can we improve human lives and what and what does it look like if everybody's job revolves around improving lives like something that a robot cannot do that human touch and yeah. that loving care kindness and compassion that type of thing yeah. which is a possibility mm-hmm. it's mm-hmm. just it's just one of those things the, the other argument is like oh it's taking all the jobs mm-hmm. and what am I going to do you're like you know school wasn't for me or programming or technology wasn't my you know <laughs> technology wasn't it's not really my my speed so mm-hmm. like alright well the jobs that are available you know for people you know it, it helps them and it's just like hey but I don't know and it, it's it gets it gets to be a little deeper I, I oh, it's much deeper we would need we, we would need a, a complete paradigm shift so okay so my last question because I know that you are busy and I have to get going and this dog is he is he's beyond most. he is beyond yeah. right now you guys we need a, a visual to accompany what is going on right now Anyway, you know I'm big on predictive programming, so 
Do you think this thing is foreshadowing what's to come? Like like that whole song and dance jokey jokey thing. Do you think that there's already humanoid robots in existence? And, you know, we're laughing, haha, it's a joke. You know, the robot man in a suit was dancing and, and all of that. But is there something more nefarious at play? Do you think that? Because, again, you know, my mind always goes to the dark stuff. Well, yeah, it, everything, all scenarios that you can imagine exist in some universe, some parallel universe, some way, shape, or form. No, like right now. Do you think that this is existing, in existence right now? Do you think that there's humanoid robots already walking around us? I mean, that's, that's, I would say no. Okay. I don't think it's like the surrogates and like Bruce Willis is sitting in his bedroom. (gasps) That was that movie, Surrogates, yes. Sitting in his bedroom, living, uh, you know, the Sims simulation Mm -hmm. as, as a, Android, which was, if you haven't seen it, I would probably recommend it. It's really interesting what's going on there. Very interesting movie. But I think that we are moving in that direction. What do you think? Oh, I mean, well, yeah. One, everyone's locked in their house. They're bored. They're finding ways to communicate. People are texting more. They're not phone calling. Like, there's so many... We're already so disconnected, so transitioning into a life where you're interacting physically but through a digital means, you know, like, yeah, that's... That's now, like that's been happening already, but and people desiring to live a life that's not theirs, right? Sure. Like people desiring to live yeah. a fantasy As life, like a coping mechanism, and a digital life. Mm-hmm. But that also leads to a certain level of mental health issues and depression. And oh, that's like, a whole yeah, other episode. But you know, <laughs> uh, do we have the Boston Dynamics robot going around shaking people's hands and interacting with people, and you couldn't tell the difference? Mm, we're not there yet. Okay, now everybody thought that that uh, Boston Robot dog was just a joke, right? We saw it doing all these cute things, and now it's or, out there patrolling. Oh, yeah, murder, death, kill. Yeah, mm-hmm. it's out there patrolling, you know, places. I've sure. heard that there was some, I think it's a mall in Japan that um, that purchased a bunch of them to, like, be the security guards there, right? So... That's a whole other story. Okay, we'll get into that another time. But thank you so much, Tito, for coming on the show. I hope that you will do another one with me. I'm so grateful. And that was fun. It was... No, yeah. Thanks for having me. I'm glad I was available to kind of sit down and chop it up with tech. You know how much I love getting into that. So, yeah. uh, Yeah. We'll see what the next episodes bring and we'll uh, give the people... Okay, so in this segment, I want to switch gears a little bit to talk about cholesterol because the truth is that a lot of people these days are coming up with heart disease at younger and younger ages. I mentioned this before, and I also want to just demystify some of the myths around cholesterol because the truth is that you do need cholesterol in your body. You do need it in your diet. It's just that we need to talk about the two different kinds. So you do need cholesterol to build parts of your cell, to make hormones that your body needs to function. So you can't get rid of it, but there's two types of cholesterol. There's low density lipoprotein and high density lipoprotein. You need both, but a whole lot less of the LDL and a whole lot more of the HDL. When you have too much LDL, it sticks to your arteries like plaque and it builds until it stops your blood from flowing freely. In Chinese medicine, we call this plaque pathological phlegm or dampness, which is associated with obesity and heart disease. It's not a good thing. 
It can lead to circulation problems like, again, like heart attacks and strokes. So remember also that heart, heart disease is the silent killer. And oftentimes by the time you know something is wrong, by the time you, your doctor tells you that you just had a heart attack, like a mild heart attack, or that you just had a mild stroke, or you know that you have some, some sort of issue with your heart or with your, with your blood flow, then it's too late, right? So now, then after that point, it's too late to prevent it and you're just focused on things like, you know, managing it. So just ask most elders in your family, they'll tell you, it's always too late by the time you catch it. So it's better to just change your diet now, change your activity now and deal with it before it gets out of hand. So that was LDL. On the other hand, you have HDL, which is needed in abundance to carry proteins around the body and to support the liver. HDL helps to lower the bad cholesterol as well. So it has a lot of function in managing that LDL. Okay, so HDL is good and LDL is bad. Got it? Okay, good. Now, how do you go about lowering LDL and raising HDL? Well, unless you have a genetic disease that dictates your cholesterol levels, then you're gonna need to control your diet. It's all about what you put into your mouth. Foods that are high in LDL includes processed foods like french fries, donuts, cakes, cookies, crackers, microwave popcorn, margarine, vegetable oils, all of that stuff, all that processed packaged stuff. But it also includes things like red meat and shellfish and certain dairy products also. So don't think that just because you're eating a paleo whole food diet that your cholesterol is going to be lower, especially if you're including some of those things. And also one unmentioned source is coconut oil. Yes, too much coconut oil is not always a good thing. So you really should limit these foods as much as possible for your blood vessel health. Okay, so to raise HDL, you need to consume things like extra virgin olive oil. Make sure that it's real because there's a lot of fake extra virgin olive oil out there. Legumes, uh, beans, peas, right? Whole grain of uh, uh, like oats and barley, rye, millet, spelt, um, fruits that are high in fiber, and also fatty fish like salmon, mackerel, herring, and tuna. And lastly, we cannot forget exercise and water consumption are also key to flushing that stuff out of you and lowering your cholesterol level ultimately. Oh, and uh, before I forget, my favorite herb, my absolute favorite herb to help lower the cholesterol is hawthorn berry. I love this herb and I use it a lot with my patients. It's great because it actually breaks down bad cholesterol or blood cholesterol. And it has a nice sweet sour flavor that's actually used as a culinary herb for meats. I like hawthorn berry. You can buy it as a whole herb and you can season your food with it. In some cultures, it is traditional to eat it with meat as a way to cut down some of that fat. So it is a, a wonderful, wonderful herb that actually has a very pleasant taste. Um, and there's many, many ways that you can use it. Uh, you can drink it as a tea, you can, you can um, break it down again as a spice so look that herb up uh, there's many herbs for lowering cholesterol garlic I'm sure a lot of people are gonna mention garlic garlic is good it's not the best there are better herbs I in my opinion like hawthorn berry garlic does take some time 
but I would suggest changing the diet, doing the exercise and drinking water because those are the quickest ways that you're gonna get it down. If you do things the right way, if you cut these foods out of your diet, if you stop smoking as well, because smoking has been shown to raise LDL levels, it's just a response to that inflammation that you're causing in your body. But if you do that stuff, then you could see your cholesterol uh, lower by a few points or by many points even within a month and surely come down to uh, well below normal levels or within that parameter within three months. So get started on this stuff now. What's the wait? All right. Thank you guys for listening so much. I am so thankful for everybody's support and their great comments. Go to my IG FH underscore podcast. And I am still working on the YouTube channel that's going to um, accompany this podcast. Soon as I am done with my renovations of my new place, I'd like to have somewhere wonderful to sit and talk to you guys. So look out for that. It is coming. I know, I know, I know I've been promising it, but I promise you that it's coming. Anyway, thank you so much. Support, share, and follow me. I appreciate you. Ciao, ciao.